0: AXIS Mundi. You're listening to an Irreverent podcast. Visit irreverent.fm for more content from our amazing lineup of creators. What's up, y'all? Welcome to our series, at Heart, Love, Sex, and Masculinity After Purity Culture. My name is Brad Onishi, and uh, it's been uh, amazing going on this ride with you all. This is going to be our last installment of the series, and today I want to talk about that old trope of dying to yourself and putting to death your flesh. Those are uh, themes and phrases that many of us heard growing up or heard in church. The idea that you need to die to yourself so that Christ can live and that you need to put your flesh to death or die to your flesh, uh, and so on. One of the things that I mentioned way back at the beginning of the series is that uh, there's a kind of adage uh, that for me goes back to Linda K. Klein, but I'm sure others have talked about it too, which is that purity culture teaches uh, men to to hate their minds and women to hate their bodies. One of the things I've talked about is for me in purity culture, I, I did detest my body because it was a source of uh, of uh, shame and of temptation, it was not in the same way, I think, that uh, most women, and at least most of the, the, the uh, female voices and women authors who I've read talk about purity culture and others who've d- discussed their experience, it was not as a stumbling block or as a source of sexual temptation to others. It was more as uh, a, a stumbling block to myself. It was a stubborn, uncooperative part of me. And so there was this sense that my body was my enemy uh, in, in, in a very real way. There was also this battle of the mind and this battle of uh, fighting, fighting my thoughts and fighting my um, uh, the images that were in my head and, and just the constant strain of, of trying not to have a, a sexual thought. Well, I want to talk about that today just to sort of bring everything full circle. And I think for me, what, what I want to talk about is what affects uh, that kind of hatred of my, of my mind had on me, and, and my body too, but I do want to talk about the mind. Uh, I want to read a little bit. Um, this is a quote from uh, the book uh, The Body Keeps the Score uh, by Bessel van der Kolk, but it, he's actually quoting another, uh, another thinker, and that's Antonio Damasio, uh, whose book I read actually years and years and years ago. The book is called The Feeling of What Happens, and uh, here is the quote. Sometimes we use our minds not to discover facts, but to hide them. One of the things the screen hides most effectively is the body, our own body, by which I mean the ends of it, its interiors. Like a veil thrown over the skin to secure its modesty, the screen partially removes the mind, from the mind, the inner states of the body, those that constitute the flow of life as it wanders in the journey of each day. And so uh, there's a lot going on in that quote because he mentions that uh, you know, oftentimes we use our mind like a veil thrown over the skin. To secure its modesty. And so it's it's rather fitting for a discussion on purity culture. And this quote hits me every time because this is, you know, in essence what I did in purity culture. My goal was to uh, do everything I could to purify my thoughts of any sexual uh, desire or imagining, and in that way to throw a veil over my body, right? And here's what I'm getting at, friends, is my experience in pre culture as a man who was taught that his mind would lead him astray was that I needed to do everything I could to get my mind uh, to obey. I needed my mind to uh, be- to provide a stopgap and a disconnect from my body. So when my body had a sexual desire, when my body was aroused, when my body, um, you know, sort of was telling you know me things, trying to get messages to my brain. There was this skill that I developed, right, which was to use my brain to cut that off, right, to ignore my body, to um, to separate my what I thought of myself from my body, to think of my flesh as a sort of enemy, and to think of myself as having to distance myself from it, blockade myself from it, and to sort of uh, uh, make sure that all of the things it was trying to get through the the wall or the dam. Uh, didn't make it, right? Because if I allowed that, if I allowed my body just to run free and, and to sort of, um, uh, you know, allow its messages and its uh, its stimuli to, uh, to kind of reach my thoughts, then I would be totally out of control, right? And I know, I just want to stop for a minute, and I know that there are many uh, stories out there of men who um, were part of purity culture and perhaps even leaders, but you know, kind of used it as a way to manipulate people and to uh, live a double standard, right? Where men could sort of engage in sexual contact and not be punished or sanctioned or socially excluded. And if women did that, they would be just completely, um, you know, exiled or seen as uh, as temptresses and blah, 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 right? Thanks for listening to this free preview of our Swag episode. In order to get access to the full episode and so much more,